Well, I'm not sure when I met our next guest. I do remember seeing them for the first time together along with the group Corner House at a festival a few years back. And since that time, we've had them in on more than one occasion live at our studio here at WTJU as well as to chat about releases. And this time we've got Ethan Satiawan and Louise Bicken with us as the duo Hildeland. Welcome back. Thanks for having us. Nice, nice to, to be, be here. here. Well, let's talk about Hildeland and how it came to be, the duo. Yeah, um, this duo came about, I guess, trying to explore sort of Scottish and Celtic music and, and arranging also within the context of a duo, which is, which is a, a, a fun challenge, if you will. Um, <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts that each person has to play, and uh, maybe it's kind of like one of those radio plays where where there's you know two actors but seventeen parts, um, you know, kind of like that. Uh, so we've been really working on that and, and playing together and all this stuff, and then working on on the writing side of things too, trying to write tunes inside sort of the Scottish lexicon as well as the old time lexicon and uh, and traditional tunes, you know from from all those traditions as well so try to just take all this music and put our put our own spin on it put our ear to it and see what comes out and ethan of course is a great scottish boy from indiana and <laughs> that's Louise, me yeah <laughs> now you're actually is it from orkney orkney yeah right in the north of scotland and for those who don't know your background louise let's talk about what got you into playing fiddle well like i guess orkney's got a brilliant um, fiddle and tradition going way back. Um, the other big instrument in Orkney is the accordion. <laughs> um, my brother played accordion and actually fiddle as well. All my siblings learned some fiddle. Um, and I, I, my brother and sister both picked up a bit of accordion. But Finley and I played together a lot in family uh, gatherings and things, whether we had wanted to or not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I grew up playing fiddle. Uh, I was taught by Douglas Montgomery, who's a brilliant fiddle player from Orkney. Plays uh, in a couple of things, uh, a duo called Saltfish Forty with Brian Cromarty. Plays mandolin and guitar and things. Um, and they sing. And then a band called The Chair, which is a, a big a big band of Orkney lads playing fun dance dance around. <laughs> uh, traditional music um, and just yeah really fun to to go and hear live um, so I, I learned from Douglas um, from about the age of seven or eight I think I started and had him all the way through until I left high school and then I went off to Glasgow to study at the Glasgow School of Art I did um, visual communications spe specializing in photography there but really, I chose Glasgow because I knew how wonderful the music scene was there. And I, I very much got involved. <laughs> and Ethan, mandolin, what got you first started? Yeah, I first started playing the mandolin when I was 13. And I came to the mandolin after playing the cello for a while. Uh, classical cello, played, played all that stuff through, you know, grade school and all that. Um, but kind of got interested in, in traditional music, in, in old-time fiddle music. And my path there kind of took a couple turns through uh, the mountain dulcimer and the ukulele and the banjo and the mandolin uh, made a lot of sense because 
there were a lot of things from the cello that were really applicable, like the tuning, the fingering. Um, there's some transposition involved, but um, but the the patterns, the basic patterns are the same, I guess. And so, yeah, uh, it just made a lot of sense to kind of go to the go to the mandolin from the cello. And um, yeah, I worked my way through old time and bluegrass and jazz, and I'm still working my way through all of those. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we're gonna go track by track through this new album from Hell to the Land. And the name of the album is what? Soul Scary. Soul Scary. And we're going to get to that in just a bit. But we're going to start, as we always do with these track by tracks, with the first one, Tune for Ellis. Tell us about it. Uh, I was commissioned to write this one, actually. Um, It was written in memory of a a young girl who was lost, sadly, uh, far too young. Um, in the west of Scotland um, and it was a commission to write in, in memory of her first track from the new Hildeland album out November 3rd and you can find that over at Bandcamp and there's a link right up at their website hildeland.com that's h-i-l-d-a-l-a-n-d hildeland and the duo that are hildeland are Louise Bicken and Ethan Satilon and we're going track by track through this album well, Louise, you said that that was a piece that you were commissioned to write. 
And I'm curious, did you have Ethan in mind as you were writing it for the two of you or? I think I just kind of, I'd like come up with a melody and kind of had played around with some chordal ideas. And then at that point is usually when uh, I ask Ethan for opinions on chords and things. And uh, we were, you know, if we were to, you know, when you write a commission, it's always nice to have a nice recording to send over. So I enlisted his help on that front. And I think you maybe played guitar on this one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if there was, did you play some mandolin too? I don't remember. <laughs> Um, this was one of the first things actually we recorded this a while back and decided that it would be a nice thing to include on the record. It wasn't originally with the record in mind, but it's um, you know it came out really nice and it's I like I like the melody and everything and I like the recording, so we decided to stick it on the record. When did you first start recording for this? I think this, yeah, like we said this this track was kind of recorded before we started thinking about putting a record together and i think we did this in 2021 sometime um and the rest of it was all recorded over last year over 2022 basically Mm -hmm. kind of spread out over a bunch of sessions well we are going track by track through this great new album out november 3rd with louise and ethan known collectively as hilda land and of course as i mentioned earlier they're also part of a terrific group corner house that tours the globe and as hilda land i see you're going to start your tuning rather your touring right after the album comes out and then not only around the U.S., but I, did I see something about heading over to Scotland? Yep, pretty excited. We're going to be over for Celtic, Celtic Connections Festival in Glasgow, which happens over almost three weeks in, in January uh, into February. Um, it's a really great festival. I, I always loved when I lived in Glasgow, getting involved in Celtic Connections and going to as many concerts as I could. Um, so we're really delighted to be a part of that this year. We're playing in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall on the 26th of January in a, a concert that's called uh, New Traditions. So there's a, a couple other folks playing um, Juliet Lemoyne Lemoyne and and Lauren Collier band as well so it's going to be a really nice night with three different acts Um, so we're very excited for that it's going to be lovely Yes indeed Celtic Connections has become one of those legendary festivals Mm -hmm. that so many yearn to be a part of and you always have that stamp of approval when you know Mm -hmm. that someone's been at Celtic Connections of course, the two of you have played at festivals all over the globe yourself. Let's talk about some of the other big ones that are highlights for you. Oh, boy. So many. <laughs> There's been a bunch. Yeah. I love coming down to Red Wing uh, down near you and Charlottesville there. Yeah, yeah. that was, was such a beautiful festival. This summer, we, we got to do a really fun one with Corner House. We played the Rochester International Jazz Festival. Wow. Uh, I guess we were kind of a wild card in that setting, but it was just such a, a really, really fun time. We played two back-to-back sold-out rooms uh, in this beautiful theatre, and it was just really great atmosphere. But yeah, we're we're so excited about all the festivals to come, and, and we're very lucky to have all the festivals passed and, and things that we've done so far as well. 
Well, you're based out of Maine, and you are kicking things off, as I said, up in Brunswick on the 10th at the Merry Meeting Kitchen. And folks should see the full schedule that will continue to be added to over at hildaland.com. That's hildaland.com. And we're going to continue our track by track coming up to the silver dollar. Tell us about how you selected this one. I wrote this for my aunt and uncle. Uh, it was their for their silver wedding anniversary. Um, I remember their wedding. My aunt actually grew up in the States and my uncle in Orkney. And they had a wedding in Orkney and it was um it was kind of fall themed, I think. I remember there being fall colours. Uh, but I got to wear a black velvet dress with a matching black velvet hat, and I thought I was so cool. <laughs> Um, and I was the flower girl and my brother was page boy. Um, one of the the things that involved was uh, after the main meal, we had these cute little baskets full of after dinner mints to hand out to all the guests. Um, and one of my aunt's relatives from the States uh, bribed us both for more mints with a, a dollar bill each. And I kept it. It's in my, so in, in you know, a special money box somewhere full of interesting foreign coins <laughs> and this dollar which was very foreign to me at the time um so when it was their silver wedding anniversary i thought that would be an appropriate name the silver dollar
the silver dollar from the upcoming release from Hildeland out November 3rd. And you can find the details on that over at hildeland.com. And best way to pick it up is on Bandcamp. And it's coming out on Adiopa Records. Adiopa Records, yeah. Terrific label that really just the last couple of years has come out of nowhere and putting out some phenomenal releases and in fact they've got a special deal over there i'm not hawking them but it's great you can actually sign up for all of their releases for one price and you get to get those for the entire year but we certainly want to encourage you especially on the third of november by the way because it will be the first friday of the month meaning 100 percent of the profits go right to the artist it's a very nice deal that Bandcamp offers, and it's a great way to support artists because just streaming albums doesn't pay the bills, does it? Yeah, sadly not. <laughs> so this will be available digitally and also CD? Yep, there's physical CDs. Yeah, you can get the, those on Bandcamp or, or at shows and things. And if all goes well, maybe vinyl down the road? Yeah, well, that would be nice, maybe. <laughs> maybe, perhaps. <laughs> it's one of those things with a major upfront cost, and it takes a little a little while to print them, but we'd, we'd love to have final. <laughs> well, that's another reason to support artists, because they exactly. need that to be able to put yeah. out vinyl and, well, keep touring as they are. Mm -hmm. Well, we're coming up to the third track, and it is Etric. Yes, yeah. We, let's see, we took a poem and put it to music for this um it's it's a funny exercise uh taking taking poetry taking a set of words and trying to uh let's see tease out sort of any kind of natural rhythmic or musical ideas that might be hidden inside of that poem um so you know it could you could have different answers depending on who partakes in this activity but you know this is our answer to that to that question yeah, it's an old Scottish poem by a woman uh, whose name was Alicia Spottiswood. Um, she was known as Lady John Scott, as in those days, you know, most women, if they did anything of note, were known by their husband's names. <laughs> but she also played music and did write songs as well. But this was one that she'd written as a poem. Um, we thought it was just really beautiful and a fun one to, to try and put to music ourselves.
out November 3rd from Hildeland. That was Etric. And the name of the album, when you head over to Bandcamp, is, I'm going to let Louise say it one more time. It's a little scary. And if you just type in Hildeland, though, it should come right up on Bandcamp. Well, I've yeah. done it myself, so I can prove that. <laughs> kind it <of> works. <laughs> well, Louise, we talked about you being from Orkney and how fiddle and accordion are the two main instruments, but did I hear that you play a little more than just fiddle on this album? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we did. Uh, I grabbed a, an octave mandolin and had a wee shotty on that and <laughs> tried to to play a, a little bit of chords and melody on, on the octave mandolin, which is quite a stretch when you're used to the fiddle. It's uh, it's a real stretch on the fingers, but you know it's not the mandolin from fiddle isn't isn't um, such a huge leap really, other than that I I'm used to using a bow and not a pick. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun to give that a shot on this record. And Ethan, of course, we know you're on mandolin and guitar. Do you also pick up the octave for this? Yeah, there's a lot of octave mandolin for me on this record. Uh, I don't play a lot of guitar. There's only guitar in that one track that uh, at the very beginning that um, I'm not quite sure <laughs> how it made it on there. Um, Your guitar plays great. <laughs> I don't play much guitar. <laughs> um, in in the duo, I play a lot of octave mandolin just because it helps to kind of fill out the frequency range, the full spectrum of frequencies. 
um, you know, getting down below below the fiddles range. Um, so yeah, I play a lot of octave mandolin uh, in our live show and, and on the on the record. Um, and then what else? I actually played some cello on the record, and I have this odd instrument built by the great luthier Jim Shank, who's back in my hometown of Goshen, Indiana. Um, I guess you could call it an electric octave five string tenor guitar. <laughs> I tend to refer to it as the instrument. <laughs> um, so there's some of that on this as well. And I think that's it. You play some banjo. Did I play some banjo on this one? Yeah. I guess I did. <laughs> I played some claw hammer. <laughs> I was so, looking to, to learn some claw hammer from Bruce Molsky while I was studying at Berkeley. So when you're out touring behind this album, are you going to have a variety of instruments with you up on stage, whether it's claw hammer, fiddle, the instrument? the instrument <laughs> the instrument doesn't really make live appearances no uh we generally keep it pretty small i, I tour with the mandolin and the octave mandolin the the banjo comes along occasionally if we're not going too far <laughs> not too much in the car and louise if i remember you're a one fiddle kind of person right you don't have more yeah. than one i i have this beautiful fiddle that was made for me when i was a teenager um by an Orkney fiddle maker, Colin Tullock of Tullock Violins. And he just, he makes such beautiful instruments and I I love it. And that's that's been my my axe for a long time. I think 2001, it was, it was made for me. So special. And Ethan, we've already talked about your mandolin, your octave mandolin and the instrument. Any mm -hmm. other, do you keep more than a few mandolins in the house? Uh, I only have the one mandolin, but there's a lot of uh, similar things. Mandolin family. There's a mandola, and there's a, a mandocello, and there's a, there's actually a, a ten string bandolim. If you know, um, you know any of the Brazilian choro music, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know some of that stuff. Um, yeah. Trying to remember, yeah. Ian, Ian Curry. Curry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's it's great. A wonderful instrument. We're playing well, a show together. This is an aside. We're playing a show together in a couple weeks, me and Ian. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Don't see it. Absolutely. Where is that going to be? Um, <laughs> it's uh, We're opening for my other band, the Acoustic Nomads, in Lexington, Massachusetts. What date? Uh, October 27th, I believe. I think it's a Friday. Well, I should point out the Acoustic Nomads have got a couple of great albums out there, and they're worth picking up. It's a really interesting group. So I new, encourage new you. record just released. As we well? just released a record on Friday. Oh, okay. So a third album out there. Look at that. I can't <laughs> yeah. keep up with these folks. <laughs> I know they just keep coming. <laughs> well, we are coming up to coffee and incense. Yes. Yeah, I'm drinking some right now. Um, I wrote this tune. Uh, let's see, I think this was a pandemic tune, you know, um, a lot of time sort of in the winter spring of 2021 um, was spent sitting around playing the mandolin. And yeah, this one popped out. And, you know, it kind of refers to the way that uh, the room, my little studio in the house, um, the way that room smelled <laughs> for a lot of the time during that time period. Thank you. 
the fourth track from the new album from Hill to Land out November 3rd. That was Coffee and Incense. And that was a tune from Ethan Satiwan. We've got Ethan along with Louise Bicken with us. And I'm curious, when you write a tune, how early do you bring in the other? Do you fully write it out and then come in and say, okay, here it is. Let's figure out what we can do with it. Or do you, early on, as you're starting to write, ask for thoughts? I think it varies. Uh, that tune in particular, I had finished, I think, when when we brought it to the band. Um, but sometimes there's, sometimes there's an idea that I don't quite know what to do with, or that I think that some person, Louise or somebody else, might have a really you know, might have an affinity for and might take it in a direction that I wouldn't otherwise think to take it. And and sometimes it's really fun to incorporate another person in the process like that. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, you can find this album on Bandcamp. And if you look up Hilda Land, in fact, there are two albums that will come up. One is Louise Bicken and Ethan Satiawan. And then, of course, this new one, which mm-hmm. comes out November 3rd. And... You'll probably have copies of the album with you at your CD releases, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got them. They're downstairs. <laughs> well, we're going track by track through this great new album, and we're coming up to the Selkie of Suliscary. Tell us about this one. I guess the title track. Um, yeah, it's a great old folk tale, tale, and there's like many versions of this, but um, a selkie in Orkney is is the word for a seal, but it's also um, a mythical creature. Uh, selkies, while they're underwater, they're seals and they swim gracefully. And then they come on land, they shed their seal skins and become beautiful human beings. Um, and there's lots of versions. And actually, the, the name of the duo, Hildeland, kind of comes from one of those stories as well. Hildeland translates to hidden island um, and uh it's said to be an island that's now called um Einhallow in Orkney was once Hilda Land, but uh a local farmer who had his wife stolen by one of the Selkie people uh managed to get revenge and he figured out how you could see the Selkie island of Hilda Land. Um and he took three his three sons with each with a bucket full of salt and he sailed over and his sons were like dad where are we going we're sailing into the mist <laughs> and they land on this island and he sends each son with their bucket of salt to drop salt around the island three times so there are nine rings of salt <laughs> all around this island and then suddenly the island becomes visible to the human eye and the selkie folk had to go and find a new home so that's Hildeland is kind of comes from that tale. Um, and the Selkie of Sulskri is a version of that that story. Uh, we kind of wrote our own melody for this, altered the melody a little bit. Um, and some of the inspiration came from a band uh, that featured uh, Chris Drever from Orkney. He's a great singer and he's in the, the band Lao these days. He had a band called Fine Friday back in the day and they recorded a version of this that I always loved. So this is our take on Selkie of Solskri.
of Soul Scary from the new album out November 3rd, Soul Scary from Hildeland. And for our listeners saying, hmm, silky, silky, I've heard of that. Well, of course, I think the Irish say silky and the Scottish, mm-hmm. I think, say silky. And yeah. my good buddy John Doyle has written a wonderful song himself about a silky. So I encourage right. you to seek that out as well. Hey, we talked about the band, but let's... Mention them by name. 
you've got on this album did i see dan klingsberg playing double bass that's right yeah yeah and neil perlman doing some keyboard for you one and only and on synth you've got sam this year yeah. sam is um a great studio engineer as well and owns a, a, a recording studio up in our neck of the woods here in maine called uh great north sound society yeah a lot Brilliant. of folks have gone up there mm -hmm. mentioned off air before we started a group called david wax museum i know they've gone up there to do their recordings and lake street dive is recorded up there as well so a lot of great mm -hmm. acts have recorded yeah. in sam's studio and finally on vocals and guitar we've got sadie gustafson yes gustafson zuck yep yes now are these all main artists i at least i know neil and sam are Mm -hmm. Neil is in Portland. Uh, Sam Sam is up here a lot. Lives in Medford, actually, uh, down near Boston. And uh, Dan Klingsberg, my friend who plays the bass, um, he he would have been living here then mm -hmm. when he recorded it. He's since left the area. And and Sadie um, is sort of a a childhood friend of mine. Uh, you know, we had a band when I was in high school, and she was in college. That kind of thing um from yeah from the land of goshen indiana mm -hmm. um and she's actually back there um living in goshen at the moment and she'll be sharing the bill with us on our goshen show um which is at the end towards the end of the month in november um we're going to make it a, a tradition you know do a a post thanksgiving show every year in goshen indiana with sadie um so i think our, our date for that this year is the 25th the saturday after thanksgiving so always a pleasure to play play some music with sadie as I said, you can see their tour schedule always being updated over at hildaland.com. Now, were they all together with you for the recording, or did they, were you setting off tracks for them to lay down elsewhere? Uh, let's see. The, the, the tracks with Neil we cut live, which was really fun, and the track with Sadie we cut live as well. Um, Dan, Dan came to my house, and I recorded with him. Um, but we didn't all record at the same time. And then Sam, Sam over to depart from, from Medford, Massachusetts. Now, will there be a chance for you to tour as a full band or will this mostly be the two of you out touring behind the album? It'll mostly be the duo. Um, and we've actually, you know, that last track, especially the Selkie, um, we kind of got into the studio and, and worked with some sounds and manipulating sounds and, and figuring out how to how to create a, an atmospheric uh, bed for the song to sit upon. And yeah, we haven't quite got there yet, but we hope to kind of find some ways to to capture that live. You know, we'll see see how it all turns out at the end. Well, I encourage folks, the studio albums oftentimes are different from the live performances. So get out and catch Build a Land when they're out touring behind this album and see what they do until they do figure out a way to take all those special <laughs> sounds and loop yeah. them in or whatever they're going to do. So, mm -hmm. well, we're coming up to some Shetland gig jigs rather. Yeah. these are some fun tunes. Again, I think I, I think it was, you know, during the pandemic that I found and learned these tunes. There's this great old record of lots of brilliant Shetland fiddle tunes. Um, and it, it was kind of spearheaded by Tom Anderson and Ali Bain, a couple of brilliant 
Shetlanders, um, but there was a lot of other folks on the record. I'm not sure what year it was. It would have been a while ago, but it's uh, just full of brilliant tunes. And I learned these two, uh, Maggie O'Ham and Dashal Zofula, um, and just thought they were really fun. And they're in cross-tuned, they're cross-tuned which is uh, not as common in Scottish music, but there's a, a few Shetland tunes in particular up there that they'll cross-tune the fiddle for, uh, and these are two that do that. Thank you. 
That one, Jigs, from the new album from Hildeland, out November 3rd. And we have got the two members of Hildeland with us, Louise Bicken and Ethan Satiawan, as they get ready for a big tour behind this album. Now, I'm curious, with these 11 tracks... Do you sometimes share them with, like, say, Corner House or the Acoustic Nomads to find different interpretations, or are these strictly tunes done by Hildeland? That's a, an interesting idea. We we don't generally share them. I think they're all Hildeland and Hildeland only. But I am that is a, a an interesting thought. It would be kind of a fun project to take a, a set of tunes or something that we maybe do with Hildeland and take them to our other uh, groups and see how we might interpret them with a different uh, set of musicians. I'm, I'm curious about that now you say that. <laughs> well, there's a Norwegian fiddler. And of course, I've just gone blank on his name. He plays with Nordic Fiddler's Block uh, oh. and also with Sver. Yeah. Um, Olav Olaf, Navia. Yeah. Yes. And Olav seems to find a way to get a few of his tunes on every album he does. <laughs> there are so many different interpretations, which of course means you have to keep buying all of his new releases to see what yeah. he's done next. Yeah. It's exactly. a good racket. No, it's great. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue our track by track as we come up to Weezy. Let me say that again Weezy and Vera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is a track that we got the great Neil Perlman on keyboard in to play on. And this is a couple tunes that I wrote for uh, some dogs <laughs> that are sadly no longer with us. But, um, you know, we're, we're owned by a dear friend and uh, we're two really funny rascals, <laughs> quirky, endearing, infuriating. Um, yeah. Par- Wonderful neighbors. <laughs> They didn't chew up any instruments, I hope. No, thankfully, no, nothing no. like that. They knock, they knock some things down some stairs and fun things like that. Ah. <laughs> Just because they were very keen to say hello. <laughs> Thank you. 
the seventh track from the upcoming release from Hilda Land. Name of the album is Sula Scary. And we're going track by track with Ethan Satiawan and Louise Bicken on this new album, as I said, out November 3rd over on Bandcamp. And if you're lucky enough to be where they might be touring behind it, check out hildaland.com. Well, we're coming to fall on my knees. Yeah, um, I don't sing very much, but I got talked into singing a song for the record somehow. Um, and I guess with this song, I heard <laughs> I heard one chord change that doesn't generally happen in in the uh, you know standard version in the version that sort of everybody knows and plays. And uh, and apparently that was enough reason for me to want to record it. <laughs> um so learned it um played it and uh yeah convinced louise to play the banjo on this too mm -hmm. um actually one of the things that i love about this track is the way that the banjo and the octave mandolin work together um so that was a really fun little pairing to explore for for a couple minutes there and louise how did the idea of the banjo come to you instead of fiddle um <clears throat> I don't know. I don't really remember. I think uh, being that it's an old time tune song, um, maybe. But yeah, I just I love the claw hammer. I've loved that instrument for a long time, and um, I don't get many opportunities to play it these days. So it's always nice to grab it when when the opportunity arises. Stand by. 
Fall on My Knees with singing from Ethan Satiawan, something we don't get to hear very often. And you can find that on this new release, Sula Scary, out November 3rd over on Bandcamp and at their gigs where they're touring behind this new album. All right, coming up to Elk River Blues. Mm-hmm. How did this one make the cut? Hmm. This is one of the first things that we worked up as a duo. Um, a, while ago now. a long time ago mm-hmm. uh you know we've we haven't you know we, we've played a couple gigs occasionally over the years and i think that we first started playing this in 2018 or something like that maybe mm-hmm. um yeah kind of worked up an arrangement that that goes through a lot of different harmonies and, and changes key a couple times um yeah just try to you know i guess the the idea with this for me in arranging it um was to take a melody and find ways to frame the melody be that with a key change or a reharmonization or a harmony or, or any number of things um and we ended up with with this
Elk River Blues, done by Hilda Land, Louise Bicken, and Ethan Satioan. Great new 11-track album out November 3rd over on Bandcamp and where they're touring. And you can find that full tour schedule being added to over at hildaland.com. That's H-I-L-D-A land, hildaland.com. And they're on all the usual suspects, Facebook and probably Instagram and everywhere mm-hmm. else. So you mm-hmm. type in Hildaland, and fortunately, mm-hmm. they're going to pop right up for you. I haven't seen anything else come up. We have really good SEO. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming to the 10th track, Everything is free, and I hope this album's not free. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> Tell us the about this sentiment one. of the song is, uh, is is very relevant, though. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with this one. This was when we had our, our good friend Sadie uh, join us for a song, um, and I don't think we didn't really have have a plan before. We just knew we'd love to have Sadie sing something with us, um, and Sadie suggested this, and we thought, yeah, this is. A brilliant song and very relevant. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of fun playing it. And actually the take that ended up being the best take was one where I think we didn't, we hadn't really planned. We Ethan had pressed record, I guess, and was in the next room. <laughs> and so Ethan is walking into the room, playing along with Sadie and I, who'd already started, uh, not really thinking we were doing a take, but it ended up being the best take of all of them. And so (laughs) we thought it was the one. Someone hit the big score 
penultimate track from the new Hildeland album out November 3rd, Sula Scary, and you can find it on Bandcamp and at the gigs as Louise Bicken and Ethan Satiawan tour behind this new release. When you talk about the penultimate track, that means there's only one left and we're coming up on it. <laughs> Trains Fins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a set of a couple tunes, uh, one that we each wrote. Uh, and again, we got the great Neil Perlman playing piano on this. First one I wrote, it's called Trains. And I wrote it when I was taking some lessons with the great Maeve Gilchrist at Berkeley. And um, we were talking about writing a lot. And I don't really remember why, but hornpipes came up and sort of this um, idea of using um creating a melody out of arpeggios um and and finding a way to create something cohesive um and melodic without using um necessarily a lot of linear motion stepwise motion instead of instead of jumping between notes um and and this came out mm-hmm. i wrote finn's folly for my brother finley uh, the uh, the alternative name which i'd totally forgotten about until recently when i found the original me writing out uh, sheet music it was Rover's Revenge. <laughs> um, my brother had bought a car. He's he's a uh, talented and uh, fixing um, things and making cars go and welding and all that kind of stuff. And he'd bought an old ro- Rover. And I was living in Glasgow at the time, and he was up in Orkney. And he said, "Would you drive this car home for me?" It got delivered off the back of a truck to to my place in Glasgow. Um, and I drove around a little bit and I just was like, mm, I don't know about this. This car doesn't feel just amazing to me. I don't know if I will. Sorry. And he was a bit annoyed. But he came down a while later uh, and off he set in this old Rover. And uh, he said he was going to take the scenic route. But then we get a call a few hours later. And I said, where are you? <laughs> and he was like, oh, Danoon or somewhere like this. And I was like, well, that's very scenic route. Like, what are you doing there? <laughs> well, the wheel fell off. <laughs> So I was forgiven for not driving at home. <laughs> and thankfully he was fine. But he got a tune out of it.
Brains, Fins, the final track on the new release from Hildeland, titled Scary, out November 3rd. Well, I'm curious and I'm always interested how titles come to be. We've chatted with our mutual friend, Joe K. Walsh, and he just comes up with them, it seems. He never really has, whereas another friend, Grant Gordy, keeps a long list of titles until he finally finds what makes sense. How nice. do you two come up with your titles? It's yeah, <laughs> I, I err on the side of not. <laughs> Untitled number. <laughs> or these days it's more, uh, you know, slow tune in A minor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's always just trying to find that, like, I don't know who, I, I often write tunes for people, or, I don't know, after events, or, you, you know, name it after a place where it was written, or something like that. The the, ty- the, the I like the idea of having a little note in your phone or something with uh, ideas for tune titles, and I, I think we've tried to do that in the past, and maybe there's, there's probably a note somewhere in my phone. <laughs> I have one of those somewhere, yeah, I don't but, keep it very up to date, yeah. there's not much in there. <laughs> It's always it's always hard naming an instrumental piece of music, but it's that's half the fun of it, I guess. <laughs> well, I encourage folks to head over to Bandcamp and pick up this new album out November third. Sula Scary from Hildeland, featuring Ethan Satiawan and Louise Bicken, and do check out their website, Hildeland.com to see where they'll be touring. And of course, when they're not touring behind this, they're other side projects they have, including Corner House or the Acoustic Nomads, and the list goes on. So what you can be assured of is if you see either of their names, get out there. And if you see both of their names, run to get out there. <laughs> Thank you both. for. Thanks so much for having us on. Thanks, Peter. Yeah. Well, it's a joy. And next time you're coming through Central Virginia, let's get you back at the station. Love to. We'd love to.